Tracy, today we're talking about boundaries in parenting, and I would imagine that this is one that you're especially interested in talking about because a lot of parents don't have any clue about the need to set boundaries for their kids. Yes, and a case in point would be you're in Target shopping and you hear the kid in the aisle screaming and crying and the mom letting the kid behave that way or just looking totally flustered and not knowing what to do and you feel completely out of control and all normalcy of life is taken away because you're just never sure when is this kid going to explode. So parents, if that sounds familiar, this topic is for you. And here's the point. Parents help their kids to develop internal mechanisms called boundaries. And these boundaries help their children take ownership of their lives. And Tracy, we talk about this all the time. Parenting essentially is transferring ownership as your kid grows older from you, you take ownership when they're little, to them, they take ownership when they're older. Yeah. And you see that in just the stages of development that obviously I'm not going to expect that an infant can do something for him or herself. So we have to do everything. But then as they become toddlers and more aware of their world, we have to start thinking about things like safety because they don't know what's going on in the world around them. Our preteens start being introduced to peer pressure and all those kinds of things. So we have to develop boundaries for our kids along the way or else they're not going to be equipped to become adults and then leave your home and know what to do. And technically, boundaries are internal mechanisms, but at first, as a parent, it's going to seem like more of an external thing. You're, you're explaining boundaries, you're enforcing boundaries, and over time, a kid internalizes those. That's right, because kids are going to respond to the environment that they're in. So the boundaries you're setting for them are like the, you know, when you think about your property line, like we talked about in the very first week of the fence around your yard is kind of what your boundaries are of what differentiates you from somebody else. And so your kids need to know from a young age, what is the safe place for them to operate? Where, where does the property line end for them and where does danger start and how do they start learning how to operate in this world, knowing those boundaries and then learning internally to start owning those for themselves so that as the more they're away from you and in the world, they know how to respond to how do I handle myself in this situation because mom and dad aren't there anymore. So let's talk about it in terms of these three things, safety, respect, and goal setting. First, safety. Help your kids recognize and avoid danger from a young age on into adulthood. Right. Safety is an issue that we're dealing with all, all through until they're 18 years old and they leave your house. So in the early years, obviously, I'm teaching my 18-month-old, you're not touching the hot stove. Now, they don't know the danger of the hot stove. I have to teach them that boundary, that that's dangerous. It's hot. It'll burn your hand. As our kids grow a little bit and we get them a phone, we need to teach them the dangers of people lurking online and different sites that you wouldn't want to go on or the dangers you introduce when you put your social media profile out there. To our teenagers, you start talking about learning boundaries of being safe and peer pressure. And what do we do when people are making choices that we know are wrong? What are we supposed to do in that situation? Safety is something that we're teaching all the way along that we want our kids to be able to recognize danger. We want them to be able to avoid it and make the right choice. Now, the second area where you can teach a boundary is respect. Teach your kids how to submit to proper authority and to be aware of other people's feelings. I think if we have any educators out there, I think you probably could relate to this one a lot. I think we have missed the mark of teaching respect for authority and more and more our kids are 
feeling of freedom, even though we're exp- we want our kids to express themselves and we want them to be comfortable with expressing their feelings, we can oftentimes our our young people are doing that in a disrespectful way. So part of your job as a parent is teaching this boundary of respect that you're teaching your kids to respect and submit to the authority of, let's say, a teacher or if a police officer has to talk to them about something or another parent when they're having a sleepover at someone's house, even respecting your authority and how to respond to your rules and how they communicate with you. But it's also about respecting and understanding other people's feelings and learning how to operate in a healthy relationship with others, that they're not selfish and just care about their own perspective, that they're aware of other people and how they should respond to them. Yeah, that's really a quality of EQ or emotional intelligence. And some kids maybe are naturally a little bit more gifted at that. And other kids, you might have to work a little bit harder to teach those boundaries. Yeah, because a big piece of emotional intelligence is your ability to understand and empathize with other people. So it's really important to be teaching your kids boundaries and for them to learn to see things from other people's point of view. And the final one, at least for this conversation, is goal setting. Parents, you want to model what it means to work hard and delay gratification. How does that relate to boundaries? Yeah, so I think for kids, the boundaries of understanding like I want what I want and I want it now. I think we can see that in, you know, picture a toddler or a three-year-old. Like they don't understand. You have to earn money to buy that or you'll have to wait till your birthday or Christmas. So we have to teach our kids to understand that you don't always get satisfaction right away. But it's also as parents modeling those boundaries of I'm going to put myself in a place to work hard towards something to set goals and to have that be kind of an enduring project, rather than thinking that everything's just going to happen instantaneously. So a kid without a boundary in this area would just give up and go for the easy win. Right. They just, you know, they start a project or they start a sport or something and it doesn't happen for them right away. They don't have early success and then they just want to give up. Like it's important to model for your kids like, no, we made a commitment to this team or to this hobby and you're going to finish it and we're going to work at it. We're not going to give up easily. Now, Tracy, before we finish this conversation, I think we should talk about discipline and how it relates to boundaries. And the point is that discipline is the tool that teaches and reinforces boundaries to ensure that your kid is taking ownership and internalizing these boundaries. Yeah, so just be strategic about your discipline that's really reinforcing those boundaries and not being a person that's just flying off the handle and and doing things in anger. So real quick, share about these three tips for discipline. Number one, you say it should be costly. Yes. Effective discipline needs to get your kids' attention. It needs to cost them something. It makes them think twice before they make that decision again the next time. Because you're trying to, again, you're trying to reinforce these boundaries that are important for them, that's teaching them something. So the discipline needs to be costly enough that it gets their attention and it makes them weigh the pros and cons of not going along with that. And number two, you say that it should be age appropriate. Right. You want to make sure that the discipline you're giving, your kid understands it. So you're not going to send your toddler to a timeout for an hour they think they've been abandoned, right? But for your preteen, you're also not going to say you don't get dessert. Maybe maybe you need to take their phone, right? 
there's age appropriate levels of discipline that again, there's different costs to discipline that change as your kids get older. And then the third tip is it needs to be proportionate to the offense. Yes. You know, if it's a minor offense, the discipline should be more minor in its cost and a major offense should have a more costly response. So parents, that's what you need to know about setting boundaries for your children to help them take ownership in their lives. Use those questions below to talk about this with your group or mentor.